Looking for a Bible to encourage the girl in your life? The NIV Kingdom Girls Bible is a beautiful new Bible that will inspire girls ages 8 to 12. It contains 400 features and colorful illustrations and highlights famous and sometimes infamous women of the Bible. Special notes will encourage girls to apply Bible passages to their lives through prayer, art, and activities. Go to NIVKingdomGirlsBible.com for a free sample and to learn more about this amazing Bible. Visit NIVKingdomGirlsBible.com today. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends and welcome. Have you wondered about American values? Are you struggling to provide quality content for your family? Well, today's guest is going to be a blessing and has useful information to share. My name is Felice Gerwitz and today I have Kirk Cameron on the line. Kirk is a Christian producer, actor, television and film icon, and loving husband and father of six. He has made a big impact through films like Fireproof, The Homeschool Awakening, and Life Mark. Kurt is involved with Brave Books and See You at the Library campaign, which we will discuss in just a few minutes. His passion for bringing traditional, biblical, and American values back to public spaces is something we so need today, and this gives regular families like us hope. You can find today's show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Look for the topic, American Values, Where Have They Gone? Well, welcome, Kurt. Hey, Felice. Thank you. Uh, what, a, what a blessing and a privilege it is to be here talking with you and to your audience. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling us about the initiatives you're working on. You know, you could be doing anything, right? Um, I'm sure you don't have to work on um, blessing other families, which it looks like you are doing through your work. And I really appreciate that. You know, as parents, we really struggle. We have such a hard time even letting our kids redeem gift cards at the bookstores. And in the old days, you get a gift card at the bookstore and it's like, yay, you know, and mom can go have a cup of coffee and let yeah, the kids browse. But not anymore. You know, I remember getting a stack of books and reading a couple of pages in the front and the back and just saying, my, telling my kids, no, this isn't appropriate. And now the same thing with the public library. So um, tell us about your initiative and what you're doing with See You at the Library. Okay, sure. Um, well, this last year, 2023, uh, I'm referring to was really uh, an exciting year because I partnered up with a company called Brave Books. And uh, they're, they're a new little company that publishes a new children's book every month with a pro-God, pro-America value. And they have different authors authoring each of these books. And they're wonderfully animated, beautiful illustrations, great stories that have biblical values to them. And um, See You at the Library, the event you just mentioned 
was the culmination of a year of visiting public libraries around the country so that I could read one of the books I wrote about the fruit of the spirit. And I wanted to read it in public at a public library for a public story time reading, just like so many others have been doing, uh, namely the drag queens. Right. Well, I was denied by over 50 woke libraries that had previously held drag queen story hours because they said their messaging didn't include, didn't uh, line up with mine. And uh, that that's, that's fascinating because my messaging was about things like love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Uh, perhaps if it was more about gender bending, uh, perhaps if it was more about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, or about uh, white racism or something like that, they would have included me. But the irony is that they want no diversity there. They didn't want to treat me equitably, and they didn't want to include me in the public story readings because, uh, you know, newsflash, uh, this really isn't about diversity. Those right. terms, equity and inclusion, are just uh, transitional phases to reach the new orthodoxy, which is woke, Marxist, socialist, uh, progressive values, which uh, if we're students of history, we know there's no progression happening happening here. It's a regression right. back to ideas that dominate the world prior to uh, the, the beauty of the gospel coming and civilizing people and right. nations. So and um, not very so understanding of them. It was is all it? about grandparents and parents reading books of virtue and character to their children and beginning to uh, create the culture they want rather than complain about the cultures others are creating. Right. And, you know, it, it's, it's so unfair. And I have had to stop and not try to rationalize everything because it just doesn't make sense. And I think that's what drives us so crazy is we're trying to make sense of this. You know, how can they think this is okay? It's such a tiny fringe minority, but they're so loud and they're so in your face. I ended up flying back with the women marchers in Washington, D.C. I was at the airport. My daughter was going to college in that area. So it was after I had dropped her off. Lo and behold, there's all of these kids and teenagers and parents. And I'm like, what is going on here? And I sat down and unfortunately, uh, my plane was delayed two hours. And I found myself embroiled in this argument with eight other people. And trying to understand why I wasn't at the march and why, you know, I wasn't supporting their cause. And I was thinking, all I want to do is sit here and have my cup of coffee and not talk to you people. And it wasn't allowed. And um, I ended up writing a blog post that went viral on the topic and posted it on my Facebook page. And I had friends fighting, you know, co some college friends fighting with each other over it. And I wasn't condemning. I was just saying, is this what the new democracy looks like? And if it is, why am I not having a voice as opposed to these other people? And I, I finally got them to agree with me on three points. Number, let's see if I can remember them. Number one, do I have a right to my opinion? Number two, if I had a right to my opinion, wasn't I allowed to have it? And number three, couldn't I vote for anyone that I wanted to? 
And um, and it was amazing because they had to agree. I had all these people agreeing with me. And I said, okay, great. Finally, they called that we could board. So we have to, as Christians, be able to stand up for what we believe. We can't just be complacent. We don't have to be angry. We can be calm about it and loving and kind because they were getting very upset. I had one lady next to me just mumbling the whole time. And, you know, I just said to her, I don't even know you and you're doing this character assassination. I don't I don't even allow my kids to do. You know, if you have a problem with what I'm saying, address that. Don't address me. So it was, you know, like you're stupid. You must be uneducated. No, I went to college. Well, you must have, you know, like it, it was like they were making these excuses. And and don't you feel like that? Like we're not allowed to have our own opinion anymore. Sure, if you let people tell you what you can and can't have, but th that's mm -hmm. part of the problem is that this has all happened on our watch. You know, if, if you came to my house and you saw my house falling down, it was dilapidated, uh, there's termites in the walls, or if you came and you saw my marriage uh, crumbling, you'd say, well, Kirk, this, this this happened on your watch. You have some responsibility here. And so when when our forefathers and foremothers came over uh, from Europe and you look at the pilgrims, they came over here with nothing. They come over with no power, no influence, no armies, no money. Uh, they had some Bibles and some chickens. They land in a wilderness and they draft something up based on their biblical convictions. They understood that um, the, the, the human heart will tend to do anything it can to amass power so that they can enslave other people and use them for their mm -hmm. own agendas that they uh, drafted something called the Mayflower Compact, which becomes the template for the United States Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and split up that power. They used biblical principles to create a document like our Constitution, which um, is wonderful. And right. um, when we move out of positions of leadership, this is what happens. You create a void that gets filled by people with lesser ideas. And the, the Marxists will have no problem moving in and telling you that uh, if you don't agree with their values, you don't really have a valid opinion. And right. if uh, you don't um, line up with what they want to do socially, um, you are probably a bigot, a racist, uh, you're a hater or something like that. And then they'll tell you how to be a Christian too, Felice, if we let them. All right, they'll tell right. you that if you were really a good Christian, that you would be kind and compassionate and you would let them do what they want and you'd stop trying to mix church and state together. And these arguments only work when we are ignorant of the Bible and we're ignorant of how to apply biblical principles to our culture and civil government. Um, and, and that's what's happened. So uh, I'm excited because I see revivals throughout history happening during times of spiritual apathy, moral decline, and political corruption. They seem to happen about every 50 years. We've had a couple of great awakenings in this country already, and we're about due for another one. Yeah, we so need with another all turmoil, one. With all these arguments and things that we have, uh, where reality seems to be turned inside out and morality upside down, this could be the finest hour for the family of faith to uh, begin to say, who am I? Why am I here? And how do I apply the truths I know relationally to create mm -hmm. a better world for our kids? And so it looks like that's what you're doing with some of your initiatives. Also, I understand there's a SkyTree book fair that you're involved mm -hmm. in. So yeah, tell us that, about that. That's right. We, we turned from 
not just reading books in children's libraries and exposing what's going on with the American Library Association uh, and 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 how they're trying to use libraries as public sites for socialist organization, uh, their words, uh, not mine, and move to the distributor and the creators of the terribly twisted and perverted materials that are going into public libraries. Like who prints these books? Who? How do these get into elementary school kids, confusing them and teaching them uh, that evil is good and good is evil? Well, we found out that um, the wolf in sheep's clothing is none other than scholastic books. This is the scholastic that we loved. Yeah, that we loved. Yeah. Scholastic book fairs are so much fun, right? You get to go and pick out your new book and summer reading programs and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Well, they've they've been infiltrated and hijacked. They've gone woke. And now they have books that are out there for children that are leading them down paths that will put them into the hands of groomers and into drag lifestyles, um, manuals for teenagers to uh, switch genders unbeknownst to their parents with uh, injectable hormones and switching identities and and with images and diagrams that can only be described as pornographic. And these Terrible. are books being given to your children, whether you know them, whether you know it or not. Right. And uh, what we decided to do is is not just expose what they're doing and let parents download the the the, the pages from the books and see it themselves, but give them an alternative. And I've partnered with a nonprofit called Sky Tree Book Fairs, mm-hmm. where private and public schools can host their own fair apart from Scholastic and their twisted agendas um, and get all the books that you and I grew up with and new ones from new publishers like Brave Books and others that are teaching kids pro-God, pro-American values that will build their character and lead to their blessing. It's wonderful. And people may not know mm-hmm. that you didn't grow up a Christian. Is that no. correct? That, yeah. That's correct. Correct. Yeah. I, I grew up as really as sort of nothing and then a, a self-proclaimed atheist. And today I am, uh, I like to say that I'm, I'm not just a Christian, I'm a recovering atheist. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's amazing. So praise God, you know, you, he got your attention. And so that, that's a wonderful thing is our, you know, most of our audience, um, would probably be cheering in the background right now. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and I like to point out, yeah. uh, Felice, if it's all right, that sure. uh, some, sometimes people like to ask me, Kirk, you know, of all the places that you find God, um, how did you find him in Hollywood? And a pastor told me, Kirk, always remember, you didn't find God. He wasn't lost. Right. <laughs> you were lost and yeah. he found you. And that is really important. Mm-hmm. It's important to remember uh, who is doing the seeking. Um, I, I, I read the scriptures and, and read that, you know, none of us deserve the love of God, the grace of God, the kindness of God, um, that, that n- no one's even really seeking him. It's God is, the, is like the shepherd who goes after the lost sheep. He goes and finds him and, and, and picks him up and rescues him and brings him back uh, and, and, and welcomes him into the family of faith. And that certainly was the case with me. 
That's wonderful. Amen to that. So that, that's great. Well, you know, I'm I'm really happy that you're on and you're really encouraging parents. And so my listeners are mostly homeschool moms. They're saying, well, where can we get some really good books? So can you yeah. point us to some, some things that you would recommend? Highly recommend go to bravebooks.com, bravebooks.com. And um, there, there's lots of great stuff there. But if you've got little kids, um, and, and Chelsea and I have six children. We homeschooled our children for many of the years. And uh, for, for littles, these books are absolutely fantastic because they deal with subjects like the fruit of the spirit. Um, they deal with issues like the sanctity of life. They deal with the warnings and dangers of things like socialism. It talks about always telling the truth to your parents, about seeking the truth in the news headlines, not just believing everything you read on the media or in TikTok. Mm -hmm. These are books that kids actually love with activities in the, in, the, in the back of the book that promote family discussion with activities, challenges, games, stickers, maps, all that to make it a great time. And if you join the Book of the Month Club, uh, you get a brand new book delivered to your front door every single month with a pro God, pro America value. And it is absolutely fantastic. And, and all of the great. characters uh, know each other from all the books because they all live in the same universe called freedom Island. That's where oh, all very the cool. Take very cool. I and, love that. Uh, we're actually creating a television show. That's going to be um, uh, birthed out of the freedom Island universe and all those characters. So go to bravebooks.com. You'll love it. That's great. And you've written a book. From what I understand. Yeah, I, actually, I've written three children's books. Oh, three, okay. With Brave Books. One is on the fruit of the spirit. The other is on uh, the virtue of humility. We released that during Pride Month uh, this last June. Uh, it was a big hit in the P Seattle Public Library. <laughs> and then the third book is all on uh, loving your enemies, which is a topic we, we could all probably uh, use a lesson yeah, in right now with so much conflict and contention. Yeah, definitely need that. Well, it's wonderful. I mean, you know, our listeners know we've got, you know, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We host many really good homeschool Christian um, valued shows for mm. parents. And, yeah. you know, also um, I have another podcast, A Few Minutes with God. And that also is one where we just, I just take a section of a biblical truth and expound on that. And mm. so, you know, we have, we're doing what we can do on this network and also with my other podcasters uh, for the homeschool community. Um, okay. So anything else that you'd like to share, yes. um, you know, last Elise, words? I, I yes. love what you're doing. Thank you for taking the time that you're doing this. Obviously you've been gifted and equipped by God to be able to do these kinds of things, these podcasts and these networks and all that stuff. Um, so thank you for what you're doing to advance um, education in America to promote families and to amplify light through the, the, the family of faith. Um, I would just like to, to leave everybody with, with, with a quote that has inspired me. <clears throat> um, I, I could, I could go on and on about education in America and Noah Webster and what he had to say and, and George Washington and what he had to say, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cherry pick a little wisdom from Middle Earth hero Gandalf the Grey, created by Tolkien in The Lord of the Rings. And he said this to Frodo, Frodo, other evils there are that shall come, 
For even Sauron himself is but an emissary or a servant. But our task is not to master all the tides of the world, but rather to do what is in us for the help of those years wherein we are set, uprooting the evil in the fields we know, so that those who live after us may have clean earth to till. Felice, that's what you're doing. That's what we're doing as homeschool mm -hmm. families right now. We look and see the evils that are coming upon our children and the darkness that appears to be in, engulfing our culture. And we think, what can we do? How do we stop this? I wish, I wish we hadn't been born during this time. No, that's not right. God placed us here on the stage of the world at this moment on purpose for a purpose. And, and there are worse evils that will come. But our job is not to extinguish all darkness. God could do that in the snap of a finger. Our job is to do everything we can while we have breath in the years he's placed us to uproot the evil in the fields we know, beginning with the soil of our children's hearts and in our own homes and plant seeds of truth, beauty, and goodness so that our children and grandchildren will have a better world to build on. That's our task and our sacred duty. And I can't think of anything more crucial than the education of our children. And homeschool moms, homeschool dads, way to go. You are, uh, I think, the primary vehicle through which we have a bright future for our children and God advances his kingdom concerned and um, faithful, loving and courageous parents. Oh, wonderfully said. Very, very well said. So um, just amazing, amazing again that you're spending the time doing this, you and Chelsea, that you could be doing so many other things. And um, instead, the Lord has you doing this work, which is wonderful. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing your amazing work with my listeners and friends and friends. Let's help support Kurt. Go over to bravebooks.com. Grandparents, and I'm one of those, are always looking for things to buy our grandkids that are great. And they love those monthly subscriptions. I'm telling you, like they're all, yeah, they, they always say to me, thanks so much, Grandma. American values can come back. And like you said, it starts in the homeschool parents' yeah. homes. So go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for the podcast, American Values, Where Have They Gone? And you will see the show notes there. Take care, Kirk. Take care, everyone. And God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you. God bless you, too. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.